Go ahead, Dave. Say it again. We heard Georgia Tech at the end. Okay. Okay. You know, I'm still young, so I don't, got, I don't have that much profile on me. <laughs> oh, you will. We, we, we gonna make that happen. You yes. <laughs> that that that's the whole purpose of Remnant Speaks. We make it happen. All right. Okay. All right. So look, here's the ideal. Right over the last few weeks, um, a lot of the schools around Georgia has been dealing with this COVID-19 issue. And we've got all kinds of challenges and concerns that are affecting us as teachers, affecting us as parents, affecting us as students. And there's so many different ideals out there in terms of how this should go and how um, it's supposed to be. But now we're in a new normal. And what what's normal now is new and it ain't normal. So I thought it would be good for us to get a group of um, school age, college age, teachers, um, administrators, and uh, students that can maybe let's just talk about it. Find out what's going on uh, with it. You know, everything stopped March 13th, and uh, we finished the school year uh, in virtual. Now, here in Clayton County, we're virtual. So, Dave, you're at the college campus. Tell us how life is at Georgia Tech right now with COVID. So, first of all, you know, the typical college lifestyle isn't now the same because Usually you will have college lifestyle as people gathering out, having fun, talking to everybody. But now, the only places like me and my roommate go to is the dining hall and back due to COVID because we don't want to have go to any parties or any large gatherings. And so what they do is, as soon as we leave the dorm, we have to put on our mask. Even even with the dining halls, usually uh, before COVID, you know, you can actually like sit in the dining hall with large groups of people. But now. What they have, they have, have grab and go or take out. You can still sit in the dining hall, but everything's social distanced out. Um, so basically, the whole entire college vibe is different, especially with online classes, because we're expecting, you know, face-to-face, -face, like, all of our lives going up from K-12, of course, we had face-to-face -face, um, classes. But now, mm -hmm. for, the for our first year to have online, especially in college, is very is actually very hard because you have international students, you have people out of state, you know, you have different time zones. That's actually affecting them as well when they have assignments due, you know. And so everything's like off, even with people just trying to do assignments or not. Everything's really different now. Well, Amanda, how's it affecting you? Tell us where you are. Um, that's even that is complicated. Um, I'm technically in transition. I am moving from uh, Gwinnett County to Cass County. Um, and a lot of that does have things to do with um, COVID. I can't get into it too deep, um, just out of respect for both counties. But I think the reality is um, school is different. And 
for teachers, we've been put into positions where we have to choose between the health of our families and doing our job and what we love to do. And I struggled with this whole process because I think a lot of people think teachers don't want to do their job. Um, And that's not what's happening, but that's what a lot of people think is happening. And we do want to work. We do want to teach. But we haven't been given the option to keep our family safe like some other jobs have. And, you know, it's it's been difficult. Uh, we love it. We're, we're ready to see our students. Like, I miss my kids. I'm tired mm-hmm. of seeing them on Zoom. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. You get tired of looking at your kids in a computer screen. Yeah. And you get tired of sitting in the same block of space. I've literally been in the same block of space all day today. It is 6.55. And I have not moved. Like... I got up to cook dinner and I came right back here. Like I've not moved from this place. So it's difficult. I love that. I still get the opportunity to teach, but it's not what, <laughs> what I would have expected. It's very, it's very complex. So let me ask you this, um, Amanda, because just last week, or maybe it was about a week and a half ago, uh, we were declared to be essential workers. How did that um, rattle your chain? I'm going to say. <laughs> I, uh, that moment when you're trying to decide and that you want to be in that boat or not. Um, do I think education is essential? Yes. Do I think me being in a building is essential to do my job? No. Um, so while I understand their, their point in declaring us essential, I don't understand the point in making a building essential. Um, it's, it's kind of the same thing with, with church and other things like, do you need the building to get what you need? And the truth is you don't. What we do need need is access to technology and what students need is constant access to technology and, and resources. And I think because there's a lack of resources that they've depended solely on the building, which makes it complicated. So I don't know if that answered your question, but you know, safety first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I understand how, how um, delicate we have to tap around the answer um, because there are people above us. And, um, you know, our, our livelihood depends on uh, some of the things that we say. So we, you know, we understand. Um, and, and, and thank you for the honesty as much as you could be. Um, what do you think about the, the current virtual learning model, Dave? Um, in terms of it just be everything is teleported, um, everything is tech, but you're in technology, so isn't this down your lane? It is, but um, <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, no, go with the but first, then. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's, technology, it's a technology school, but you know, human, we're like we're social people, so you don't get that same social experience with students, like. Even when talking to students, you don't, you know, that's where you make a lot of friends in the classroom. You're talking to students now, you don't have that the same when you're just talking to the screen, looking at the teacher through the screen. Say you have, you know, even 
when you're in class, it's easier to even ask questions to teachers and stuff mm. because it's way easier. Now you just gotta you gotta quickly type it in, and the teacher has to quickly see what question there is and all that. Like it's so different, even though we're technology school, technology uh, technology school, but it's like the class the class vibe and the class setting is is way different from that. There's many different opportunities, and I'm talking from a college experience. I feel sad for the people like in elementary school because they're not used to they're not used to online class, especially like in second grade and stuff. They're not gonna have that same experience we did when we were having when we were kids. So it was way way different. I can only imagine I, some of the best friends I have I met in college in the cab trying to trying to get from one place to the next like. I, I don't I don't even know what my life would be without some of my college friends. So yeah. I I know that you know that can't be easy to not be able to make friends and meet new people. Yeah, literally. Like we, we do the like we do the best to like still try to socialize with people that we see every now and then, like walking and stuff. But it's definitely not the same when you're in the class with somebody, just yeah. talking to somebody new. Definitely not. And there's no like catching a ride with a random person in class nah. to go to Walmart. <laughs> nah. None of that. Oh, man. Nobody, nobody trusts anybody anymore right now. <laughs> no. I, you know, that's so true. I will say that COVID has like tested the trust of our nation. Like, we don't have the trust. Like, I don't trust people I used to like talk to every day. Now I'm just like, when the last time you were a man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, now you gotta ask questions like that. Like, where you been? Who did you go to? Did you wash your hands? Do that? Yeah. <laughs> You're doing the high five way. <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, what's interesting? What's interesting to me, and um, and these are the little kind of um, uh, experiences that I put in the back of my head, and and I I want to ask somebody to help me clarify some of this, but. It really wasn't a problem with telephones and on the phone and services and a lot of a lot of stuff that you were doing. You were watching TV on your phone and all these different websites and so much social media. And now when you take it and chunk education into it, now it seems like man, we don't like it too much now. So I'm not exactly sure what are we saying. There's a limit to it. <laughs> There's a limit. Look, cause we like we like um even as teenagers, of course we like social media, we like uh we like technology, but that feeling of oh, I'm going to school, I'm gonna see my friends that day. That's what made school. That's what made school kind of more fun. Now that we just have to sit down, now we can't even see the people. I think that's like one of the main problems, even though we like technology, but when it comes to school, like kids like seeing their friends at school. That's just stuff that actually like makes them happy when they go to school. But Dave, when I was growing up, my mom and them said, you ain't going to school to make friends. You're going to school to learn. You're right. But that was my time. I'm just telling you, that's what my mama said. Yeah, but you still have friends at the end of the day, but you're not. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And but they were all in my neighborhood, though. They. <laughs> if it weren't for school, I probably wouldn't have learned how to talk to people. Cause I, I didn't like 
people. I still have trouble with people. <laughs> <laughs> school I, teaches you a lot, man. Man, it, it teaches you how to problem solve with people. There's so many things that kid, kids are missing out on. Like, and I will admit to that wholeheartedly. But my thought always goes back to your family and your home is your first school you ever attended. Yeah. And and mom and daddy is your first teachers. Forever. Huh? And mom and daddy is your first teachers. Yeah, and it, it, this is not forever. This is like two school years, maybe maybe two and a half at the most, that will be like this before, you know, we'll have it a little bit under control. And it's just like, I think our nation has forgotten what patience is. Uh, we've forgotten how to be patient and understand that things are only for a season. Um, and that this is only for a season, but I understand what it's like for kids. You know, I hear them and they're texting and they're like, Miss Week, can we just talk to other kids for an hour? Sure. Y'all do all y'all work. We have a, a kickback session where we just talk and I play YouTube videos on the screen because I don't, I don't think people realize that kids just want to talk to each other and they don't get the opportunity. So how, how important then is this social emotional learning now that we are becoming acquainted with do y'all do y'all have social emotional learning over at gt what do you mean social emotional learning it's this ideal of you checking in or having your teachers check in with you and talk about how you're feeling and what you're doing where's your level of frustration where's your level of happiness have you found some new things that's driving you or you're feeling dumped on? It's more like having conversation um, with your teacher or your professor or your students um, before you really get into the throes of things. Yeah, well, for like for my math class, she, uh, my professor, she just added this um, event called Happy Hour. Like we have it every Friday. And so like that's a hour in which we have to just talk to the teacher about anything. Wait a minute, are y'all old enough to drink? Yeah. That's what I said, happy hour. Happy, happy hour? What are you? No. Y'all go? Y'all going out to the bars? No, happy I didn't know Georgia Chuck was a party place like that, Dave. Happy hour. When I say happy hour, I mean like it's a, it's a time we have to just, it's, it's, still, it's still online. Okay. Like you just, yeah, it's not like we going somewhere to do it, nah, nah. Not okay. partying, not, we're not doing that. Okay. It's just like uh, we just socializing with like other students, just about anything. So we can talk to the teacher. What kind of what kind of uh, social emotional learning are you doing, Mandy? Or what what's your plans? Um. So I don't know if you know, but I also run a tutoring program after school. So I have double the trouble. So even when I wasn't working with school, I was still working with my students and I have like daily check-ins where they tell me their stress level and um, we do things like that. We play games a lot, like we play Kahoot, we we try to do some interactive things, but we also, we kind of just talk about our feelings, like there's a, there's a 10 minute connection session, we call it connection, where we connect with each other and we literally just say, hey, I really don't like this. And there are times where the kids will tell me they don't like a rule or 
they don't like that people are treating them a certain way. There's times when they feel like, you know, school is stupid and they tell that. And I'm just like, friend, it's okay to feel that way. <laughs> it's just not okay to not do your work. Like, I, there are times when I feel some kind of way, Uh-oh. but we have to, oh, miracle. Hey, it's to, live. <laughs> it's live. That's what happens when it's live. Come on, Holy Ghost. <laughs> uh, we have <laughs> pivot. We gotta learn to pivot. That's what I'm told. Gotta learn to pivot. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, we just we have. I've set up an atmosphere where my students can't share anything, even if something that normally you wouldn't want to hear. Like my kids can tell me they don't like my lesson. Like, and I'll I'll accept it with a straight face. I always ask them to come with a solution to a problem if they present it. Though, like. You don't like the lesson. What should I have done better? And if you can tell me what I should have done better, I'm cool with listening to your problems because I never want to be the that kind of teacher where I don't hear my kids. So that's just the atmosphere in my class. Okay. But I also teach middle school, so they they think they <laughs> No, it's the college kids that's the problem. It's 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 him. <laughs> <laughs> This is the future leaders of us. We working on it. We working on it. Okay, so let me ask y'all this. Um, Just stay with me now for a minute. You have a crystal ball. You can rub it and change anything about the current virtual environment in education. What would that be? Rub that magic ball, Dave, and whoo, it happens. What happens? Honestly, I'll say 100% all the time, strong Wi-Fi connection. Come on. Yeah, because don't I'm like super scared. Like I'm taking a test and then my Wi-Fi cut out and then I can't take the test anymore. Or like if I'm in class and then Wi-Fi goes out or something goes wrong, I won't be able to hear what they said or something like that. That 
and and I want two wishes, so I get another wish. And so yeah. I want, I want So you're gonna wish for another wish. <laughs> Well, see, his first wish was my wish, so it was Oh, oh, okay, okay. Here we go. I say, I say, uh, less assignments, but that's not gonna come true. So that's for everybody. Every kid, every every kid wants. Every kid wants less assignments because things are online now, so it's it's kind of harder to access certain. Like we gotta juggle every single class on this computer like you gotta be able to cope with us you know yeah I no i don't get it what do you help help me understand that what do you what do you mean like we got so like it's we get the, we get in we get in if not more work than what we would have in um in person because now now i can literally see the rundown of all the assignments that I have do at this time, do at this time, do at this time, all online, and then like trying to juggle that can can kind of be overwhelming. Oh, so okay, okay. Many students, yeah. So we looking at this. Oh, we got to turn this up by six. We got to turn that in by eight. So many, and we have everything on our computers. Looking at it, like we could just look at it all day and be like, wow, look at all this. You know, instead of like in person, in person, we won't know. Well, sometimes we'll know if we have an assignment due the next week, but it's not as much that we'll be able to see because I feel like now, I'm not trying to say teachers are trying to pack everything, but they're, like, teachers are learning. Yeah, teachers are learning too, so they trying to, I know they still trying to work to help the students, but it's like we can really see, like, everything, all the work that we got to do now. Well, you know, that that kind of came with um, teleporting from work, that, that whole ideal. Um People realize that if I didn't have to drive to work, um, get set up, and then drive back home, if and the, the usual trip time is somewhere between 40 and 60 minutes in Atlanta. So, and that's one way. So, if you're doing two hours, and if you don't use, you can use those two hours at home, then the employer were thinking that you can get more done because you got less travel. So it's like even now, you can get more done because you have less time to go to class, walk to class, go here, go there. You're in one space. Although that one space is a space like, just like uh, Amanda was saying, I get up and I hit my spot around about 7 a.m. And I don't leave until about 5.30. And then on Tuesdays, like today, I'm just like what Amanda said. I just stay until it's time for the podcast and it's over at eight. I usually make it upstairs around about nine. So I'm in the same space from like 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. on some days. And it can, so you get, you get a lot done, but then you're also, you know, and then your eyes are like, oh man, yeah, I've got eye drops now going on. Everything's blue. <laughs> yeah, but I agree with you because there's definitely there's definitely pros and cons to everything. Cause like, like I even though I said I can see all the work, but now I can like now it pushes me to get ahead in all the work that I gotta do, and so that is one thing. Like now I can actually like get ahead get ahead in my classes because now I can see everything I would do in the future. So that's one good thing I would say. Because one of the one of the one of the number one things or the top three things of all college students is not study, but it's 
time management. Um, if they can, if you can manage your time, it's not necessarily the studies because you've got the intelligence to do it. The organizational skills are there. Um, the ability to learn is there, but it's managing your time um, because if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing at this time, then everything else, it becomes like a domino effect. Um, yeah, so yeah. when you fail at one thing, then you never get caught up because you got all these other things. So that's, the number, that's one of the number one things about college life. Um, now, Amanda, you, you strike a different position um, because, well, you, you, you're not a parent yet, but you do all the things that a parent has to do and you're working. So how does how does young adults that are teaching deal with home life? Your job is your work and your kids and your life. How do you juggle all of this uh, and uh, you know help help these young brothers and sisters out that is working and their kids at home and they're at work and you you understand that? What advice can you give them? Listen well, Dave. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. <laughs> that doesn't if work. You got a K twelve student. The teachers are flexible. Yes, they have late work policies and they have things of that nature. But your teachers, true teachers, truly understand. So if there's a day where you just Y'all can't get it together at home and everybody's acting up and y'all need to have a moment, have that moment. Send a message and say, look, we, we had a rough day today. We're going to get it back to tomorrow. But I would much rather a parent take a day from school. And I know I can't believe, you know, we're saying that. I would much rather you guys just say, let's take a day. Let's have a moment. Let's do what we need to do and come back fresh than your child in a chair like this. Because <laughs> this happens, y'all. This happens. They're like yeah. <sighs> Or they, they hit one of those, let me mute and be in the class all day and I can't see you. And I yeah. get it. I get it. I would much rather you just say, look, I needed to, I need, my son needed a break. He was tired of being in front of the computer for four hours. And he's going to get it done tomorrow. Just send an email. But now you making me no, no. now you make me feel bad because I tell my I can't see you zero. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I feel like there's a thin line, but the reality <laughs> is communicate with the teacher. If your child is struggling, understand. A lot of teachers like myself, self, especially middle and high school, we put the stuff on there for the week and be like, look, now it's due on Friday at nine fifty nine, ten fifty nine. Get it done. And we're there to teach your child throughout the week. But the work's already there. So, yeah, they need to log in for attendance purposes, and they need to do those things. But do not feel obligated to make your child sit in the same spot for eight hours. Well, now, and the, other, the, the other unique thing about you is that you're a mentor 
or um 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 not a mentor um we can go with mentor okay for well you you help kids yeah you mentor them okay but from a from a educational standpoint Right. Most of my students are dyslexic, ADD. They have um, autism. Shout out to um, all my my autistic babies. I don't know if y'all can see my shirt. Woohoo! That's a nice shirt. A different drum. That's okay, a nice friend. shirt. Yes. Um. So a lot of my babies are 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 differently able. Okay. And they're awesome. All right. So well, I like, wait, wait. I like what you say. You said differently able. Yeah, my kids I like that. Learn. I like that. I like that. My kids write essays. They may write them verbally because, you know, our handwriting isn't where it needs to be, but we're going to get there. Yeah. Um, I just think at some point, I'm different. You're right, Miss. <laughs> You're right, Coach. I am different. <laughs> but go ahead and ask your question because I think you was about to ask a question. Well, <laughs> the, the, ideal, the ideal of being um, a teacher... Um, there's a lot of parents that's not cut from that cloth. And now all of a sudden, their students are at home and they're at home. And the parent now has become the teacher or, or a co-teacher or a support teacher. In any regards, they're now doing something that they were not basically trained to do or called to do. Because I think teaching is a calling. I don't think it's necessarily a vocation, but it's a calling that you you have to love to do it, right, in order to do it. And I'll be honest with you, it's not really about the money, although that helps in your life. But a teacher is a teacher because that's what they do, right? So you got a parent now who's doing something else because they're called to do technology or they're called to do police work or do dentistry or something like that. But now they're home with their kid, and their kid is in maybe 11th grade, 10th grade, uh, even third grade. And now we're doing math, and they're like, really? So how can we help our young parents now address this issue of being a teacher? What can we tell them in in a short kind of snappy way? Don't stress yourself trying to learn something. 
Is that that camera is all, and I'm like, no, no. (laughs) And there are some wide views. about all the memes that we're getting now like oh now you want to respect us as teachers um so you know now oh now you see johnny (laughs) so do we lay off of that and just realize that parents they didn't know they really don't know and then they're dealing with just two or three and we got 33 or 23 so She's there. She goes. Okay, so we're, we're you're you're on now. I don't know if you know that or not, but you're on live. This is a, this is what happens in real life. <laughs> this, this is like a real life cla- Zoom classroom. <laughs> Miss Amanda? No. From church. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, we're glad you're on. I'm glad you made it. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) All right. So let me ask you this, Dave. Let me ask you this, Dave. Um, Now, I... You are one step out of the high school situation, scenario. Um, right. And you're into a full step into a virtual environment. Now, right. coming from uh, all 
face-to-face -face environment to an all-virtual environment. Help the ones that are now in the all-virtual environment realize what they're missing or what they are gaining from the virtual versus the face-to-face. So definitely missing just, you know, seeing your friends every day. You're missing field trips. They're not going to have field trips anymore. I remember that because, you know, they can't go anywhere now. Field trips, all those um, after-school activities, none of that anymore. But the main thing that they're, yeah, main thing that they're missing is just, like, seeing your friends every day, walking in the hallways. Because we take uh, we take that for granted sometimes because when, when I look back, it's like, oh, we actually had a good time. So, like, even just, like, just talking to your friends and seeing them every day, that was, that's really what, you, what they're missing. But what they're gaining is, like, like I said, you can, they can really get on top of all their work. And they can really get ahead and study and, what you call it, um, like, they have no, well, I wouldn't say they have no reason to fail because, you know, some students are different. But, like, they have many, they have, they have many opportunities to succeed in their class now. They really do. Because, um... Like I said, I know some some teachers they record their lectures, you know, or they record their classes. So now, even if they miss a class later on the day, they can rewatch it. They have they have the resource to rewatch it now, you know. Um, so even with it being online, they still I would say they don't have. I wouldn't give that they don't have that. Um, I say they more they have more they have a higher chance of passing their class than failing. I say that mm. they really do because they. They don't. Have, they have no excuse of not being able to uh, rewatch a lecture or the notes that they have. I know some teachers post their notes. You don't have all that when it's in class. When it's in class, if you miss class, you're not gonna hear what they said anymore. You know. So they they really have it. They have it kind of good now. Kind of. Okay. I agree, David. Ariana, do you do you like school now the way it is, or you want to change it? Yeah. You like the way it is. What would you what would you change about it? Um, everything. You change everything. But sometimes, but sometimes I actually wants to go to school because we have a lot of activities we can do. Okay, and you get a chance to see your friends while you're at school. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So, okay. So, what's your favorite subject? Math. Ah. Okay. So, are are you ready to go back to school now, or you want this to last a little longer? If you had a chance to go back tomorrow, would you go back tomorrow, or would you just say, let's wait a little while, maybe after Christmas? I'd rather go back. Yeah. Hmm. So you miss it a lot or a little? A little bit. A little bit. What do you miss most about school? Mm, seeing my friends and and I actually want to see my teachers. Ah. In person. Yeah. So 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 here again, the Mandy is that connection piece that that we miss um, when we don't have the face-to-face. -face. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I kinda think to some degree 
that's the problem or a challenge. And this is not a sidebar, but it, I think it links. That's probably the, the issue with church now. Because now people realize that being together matters. It's not necessarily being in the building, but it's being together. It's that beloved community. It's that friendship where you get a chance to interact and engage with one another and talk with one another. And, you know, that kind of thing. You miss it so much. And you don't really realize you miss it until it's gone. So you don't really you don't really think about it until you don't have it. Like the old saying, you never miss your water till your well runs dry, right? And so we're in school, and in the time that we were back in school, now everybody's complaining about, man, I hate this school, man. It's so stupid. And now you don't have it. Now I say, I want to go back to school. Well, what you at school? Well, you got to <laughs> I mean, you just got to kind of learn to, to enjoy what you have when you have it. Okay, so I asked them this question. I'm going to ask you the question since you're here now. Let's say you had a magic crystal ball. And you rubbed the magic crystal ball. And you could change whatever you wanted to change the way school is operating right now. All you had to do was rub the ball and think about it. And boom, it would change. What would that be? Probably seeing my friends. Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, i tell you what. How about we do this? How about we go get all your friends and bring them over to your house? <laughs> you might like that, but I don't think your mother would like that, huh? 
quite a few people on that beach. Dave, did I see you on that beach? I'm not, go I'm not going, no. I did not go to no beach. I thought I, thought I saw you on Channel 2 News on the beach. That's what made me call you. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was not me. Okay, all right. So this idea of COVID-19, let me ask y'all, um, and each one of y'all can give me what you think about it. Is this is this really what we need to do? Do we really need to shut everything down? Do we really need not to go to school? And do we really need to uh, wear all this PPE, wear the mask, social distance? Do we really need to do all of this? Or is this just something that we're being told to do and we're following along like we're just lambs with a shepherd? I say, oh, you want to say something? Mm -mm, I don't want to say nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I say, since it is a pandemic, we still got to take those precautions because if we don't, everybody's going to get messed up. We, like, if there is no shutdown, if, if um, say, say if we had no virtual classes, right, and then all the students still act like everything's normal, and then say one person had COVID, the whole class gets COVID, the whole school gets COVID at the end of the day. You know, so we still got to take those safety precautions since it is a pandemic. So I think we still do. Same. You say the same thing, Ariana? Okay. So you think wearing a mask is a good thing? I mean, I don't know if the mask works, but I mean, I got to wear the mask. Oh, I mean, oh, I mean, wait a minute. Well, I mean... Hold on, look, 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 look. Oh. He done got caught up. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, that's why I ain't coming about. I, I'm not coming around you, Dave. You mean I said I'm wearing a mask? <laughs> you said they don't work. No, I said I, said I don't know. If they, I don't know. Nobody knows. Everything changes every now and then. Okay. Everybody's changing something. So what the professionals say, if they say, based upon their data, that we should wear a mask, then I'm be like, okay. We gotta wear masks, so that's why I am. I mean, even if they didn't, that's a good protection because you know nothing's coming out from your uh, mouth to any any other person. And so I still think we should wear the mask and stuff and social distance. Cause, hey, Ariana, do you wear your mask every day? Yeah. Where is it now? <laughs> Inside. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> You know I love you, right? Don't let him pick on you. <laughs> you better go get uh, your mask. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Um, I'm, a, I'm probably the extremist in the group. Uh, oh, I definitely, No, in, in the sense of I really, until you have people in your family and your close circle die and fight the virus, 
you kind of think it's a you're you're untouchable but like i had to even explain you know to my husband yesterday i was just like the lady i used to go to church with is dead like she passed away because the hospital gave her COVID. like wow um, she was in there and she was in the hospital for over a month. She gets out and then five days later she goes back in with COVID. Well, you know the incubation period is yeah, like three days, four to fourteen days. Yeah. So we already know where it came from. So when you realize that the places that are supposed to keep you safe are not keeping you safe, and when you realize realize that people that you know battle with it and like have a a coworker that I used to work with, his he had it, had no symptoms. He gave it to his wife. His wife is super sick right now, like borderline between going to the hospital and being intubated sick right now. Like they're praying that she'll be able to stay home, but we don't know. So when you see that kind of thing, yeah, I want to wear a mask, and yeah, I think yeah. I need to stay home because I say so, yeah. It's just not, I never want one of my babies or like Ariana or anybody to yeah. to have to see their teacher not come back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, you know, for me, for for me, I think the ideal of the mask is for I, I feel like that helps to protect others, not necessarily me, because I know God's got me, right? But I want to be able to make sure that I'm protecting others. So that's to be honest with you, that's the reason why I wear it. So, because I don't know, you, you know that when they when they came out with the asymptomatic part of it. That's when I was like, oh, okay, this is, we got to do something now because you can have it and not know it and still spread it. So that's when the mask became something that was very important to me because you guys are important to me. Um, hey, Dave, let me. Right. Hey, Dave, let me ask you this. Do, do you know of anyone that has uh, passed or has received or been infected by COVID? I don't know anybody that has passed, but do I know? I don't know anybody who ha- who's had it. Let me think. Um, now I don't know anybody who has it, but all I do know is that people on like campus have it because they have a website in which they track the number of cases and all that. So they still track how many people have it, but they don't say specifically who has it. But like my friends, none of my friends had it or anything like that. So. I don't know yet. I don't know. Okay. Well, Do you know anybody no, I, well, I, I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that had it. You know, it's like that. But not like, just, you know, not like a direct line. You're like, ooh, I know you. Because I stay away from people like Dave. <laughs> uh, I keep myself safe. <laughs> I have all my bottles and hands. I don't go anywhere. I don't I got to come up and see you, Dave, up there at Georgia Tech. But right now, uh, listen, the time has gotten shorter than we expected. It always happens that way here. Um, So what I want to do is give you maybe a minute and a half to two minutes. You can tell me anything that you want to tell me that maybe we didn't talk about, that you would like to talk about, and express that. And then we're going to close out the show. So... 
Is there anything, uh, Ariana, that you would like to tell us? Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, that's okay. Just tell us this. Um, are you really ready for this to be over? Yeah. 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 Dave? Well, I, I, I'll tell you from my perspective, Dave, and this is what I think. Um, I think everything that we're doing becomes scattered because now we're talking about the economy. We're talking about education. We're talking about um, the number of cases. We're talking about the election. We're talking... To, and everything gets politicized and everybody's got all these things and we lose focus. If if we handle this, just stay, keep it. Like I used to tell you, Dave, keep your eye on the ball. Remember what, as a defensive player, you've got to know where your man is and you've got to defend your man. And worrying about everybody else and every other thing just dilutes our intention to get this thing solved. We could have solved this a long time ago or at least reduced it where we don't have a thousand people dying a day. 190,000 people dead. Six million people infected. We've, we should have just, we got to do that first. Then, then the economy comes back. Then the schools can reopen. Then we can do all the other things. But until we get this under control, Nothing else really matters to me. But that's just one man's opinion. I, I co-sign on that. I co-sign. Um, I will say I think we need to, to dig deeper into human compassion. Like, we as a nation are not compassionate. Like, and if I, you know, I hate... I hate to be that person, but if we could pray some love into some people and 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 drop some holy oil on some, some nations and some things, I think I think a lot be a lot better because pe people have forgotten compassion. I, I you know I have family members who live in the UK and other places, and sh my cousin she was just like, honey, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like why she is upset that people in the US are fighting over whether or not to wear. In the UK, they just put it on. Just do it. In Africa, they every country in Africa, they just put the mask on or stay away from each other. In all other countries, they realize if I just wear the mask and stay still for five minutes, I'll be all right. But we again, like um, Reverend Coach Doctor J said, it's literally been politicized. And as soon as you add political anything to health, you've ruined the system. You, you just ruined it. And until we can teach people to be compassionate and have good hearts, it's not going to get better. Because 
I mean, there's some people who just don't believe it. And the numbers aren't as transparent as they should be. So I think the numbers need to be fixed, too. The numbers, the reporting. Because I'll be honest, there's probably some COVID cases that weren't COVID cases. There's probably some COVID deaths that weren't COVID deaths because the reporting process is not um, effective. So I think that needs to change, and we need to learn how to be compassionate. Yeah. Is, uh, that's what you think too, Ariana? You know, you know what you used to say then? Say ditto. Just say ditto. 